Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Triple B Black and Gold Dynasty Show. Sorry, I had a little technical difficulty. I hit the button and nothing happens, but that's just the way it is going live. So we got through it. We are here. We just got done doing our week six NFL picks with myself, Shane, Rich Smoke, and Freight Train. And those guys are going to be back on. But right now, I'm going to introduce the special field correspondent, Shane Stodmiller, who's coming back on. Shane, how you doing? Long time no see. It's been a minute, huh? Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, sorry about that delay. I was like, I hit the wrong button. I couldn't get the video up. You know, it's like, ah, it's just, sometimes it happens going live. So, how you doing again? What's, oh, I'm doing good. Uh, just, I, I feel like a Fairweather fan or like the world's worst Steelers fan because I just. Why is that? I don't know if it's just I don't I emotionally I can't allow myself to get uh, vested into the, this season, but I, I, really? it's just it's so it's yeah I just I'm so frustrated with the whole, even though they won I, I'm more upset at the and it's not because I didn't I picked them to lose right. <laughs> which makes right, me a shitty right. Steelers fan but <laughs> it's just that you know I just. I don't know if I'm I'm not buying what they're selling, but I just or the fact that everyone's so upset that Matt Canada sucks, or that there's someone they want to blame someone. I just remember the days when we, you know, someone's nana was real excited and had a terrible towel, and you know the Fairweather fans, and it's just uh, you know they were doing good. And now it's been I can't even remember the last time that you went to Giant Eagle and and felt that, you know. Well, the thing is, though, now with social media, everybody does a podcast, everybody does everything, rides a blog, does whatever. This <laughs> reminds me with this offense of the Steelers, like the old days of Joe Walton when we were growing up. Because when the Steelers had Joe Walton and Chuck Knoll, they couldn't score a point to save their life. So, and they didn't have they didn't have social media. So, could, could you imagine if social media was there in the mid '80s when it was bleak and we didn't score a touchdown? I think in four or five games because. I think we played this one team, and then we it just it, the dam was busted, you know. So, I mean, who knows? I remember those ah, days. Yeah. I remember the '80s. They were horrible. Uh, the Steelers. Everybody would make fun of you if you're a Steelers fan. That was the time when the Bills were going to Super Bowl after Super Bowl, and we were just like, eh. And I mean, Denver maybe too. fourth in the yeah. conference. We didn't have we didn't have good we didn't have good teams. And like Steeler Freak says, yeah, it makes you numb because we haven't done anything so long. And That's you know, and I, yeah, I, I, apathetic. It's I guess yeah. the word is kind of like ambivalent, well, apathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but also too with with Noel, you didn't have all this bullshit probably as much as we had. Uh, it wasn't uh, all this rah rah stuff, and he wasn't a cheerleader. He was not. He was a motivator. And uh, so I got a lot of people uh, tuning in on uh, Facebook again. Louie Galantine, I hope, Lou, your feed works. I, I, I appreciate you coming on back. Chris Elliott's back. Mr. Ralph Williams of uh, Beaver Sports County, the Pittsburgh radio. He's, he's, he's big in Pittsburgh radio sports talk right now. So, you know, he's got, uh, and he says it's hard with mediocrity. Uh, Jim LaMotta, thanks for tuning in. So, but yeah, Papa, I got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, go ahead, Are brother. they even mediocre? I mean, yeah, yes, they're, they're yes, Craig. I got two. I got two. Mediocre? No, they're just lucky. They're yeah, lucky. that's just it. I think they're like a like a C minus, D plus, and they just lucked out a few times. They just teams have played really, really bad against them. Well, 
the the team that t- totally you know since we're going to get to talking about the Ra- uh, the Ravens game here, uh, we got two more uh, contestants I'm coming ship. on. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, 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 no. You're not. No, because I want you to talk about this because every game that we played except the 49er game, we just got destroyed. Okay, no, and we've been lucky. Outclassed. Yeah, and, and, I mean... and we've been so lucky in every game. Like every game, like you know uh, the Raiders game, you know. Touchdown to Austin, huge. You know uh, the Cleveland Cleveland Browns game. Chubbs goes out with injury. You know, I mean, and then like like Ralph said, it's better to be lucky than good. So yeah, I mean, and then Chris Elliott says the '80s sure were terrible times for the Steelers. Yeah, it yeah. was brutal. I mean, it was brutal. Those those Steeler players. I mean, you can name offensively. You can name Louis Lips on offense, and then you could uh, you know Merrill <coughs> Hodge for me because I always like Merrill Hodge. But uh, you know, just being a Steeler fan, I can name a lot. But yeah. realistically, they were like so like mediocre, like they are now. Right, right. But speaking about old Steelers, Craig Wolfley's brother Dale Wolfley passed away. Uh, okay, played for the Mountaineers. Had a podcast. Uh, I actually reached out to him a couple weeks ago. Uh, man, he, he died in his sleep. Oh, that's terrible. Really charismatic guy. Uh, Man, I, I feel for his family and and uh, you know thoughts to to Craig, his brother, and uh, you know every, all the all the Mountaineers that uh, that love uh, Dale. So, well, I mean that's just if you're going to go, you might as well go in your sleep. You know, right? I mean? Yeah, good old Larry Stryker from Extreme Wrestling Podcast. Uh, hey, Larry. My sister, my sister's calling me, Kelly. I can't take the phone call, Gal. Uh, can't take the phone call unless I hit hey, the Powerball. Hey, Bubba, take it and see what she okay. wants. Okay, okay, hold on. Take it and see what she wants. Kel, what can I do for you? You're on the Triple B Black Gold Dynasty show. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, you, you are. are. You're live, Kel. What What can I do for you, Kel? I'm introducing password. No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> My dis. Okay, well, I'll get that. <laughs> I'll get you that six going to take care of his sister. I'll, I'll get the, I'll get the six did, for the what? Di, Walt Disney? Well, I read comments. Oh Let's my see God, what we Cal. have here. Thanks for I'll, I'll get it to you, Cal. Okay, thanks for coming on the show, Cal. Thank you. Uh, oh my Aqua, God. Aquamarine. Jerry Jones even said he doesn't want. Oh, a CD to have more touches. See, I need to make it bigger because I'm. I, I need reading oh, glasses nowadays. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what she said. Make it bigger. Make it bigger. Uh, <laughs> oh, Pat and Frodo. Hey, Bubba. I'm yeah, Craig. In, oh, yeah, Craig. How uh, interesting. How how you feel about Matt Canna's reaction to Kenny's TD pass? Everyone in the booth cheered, but him. Yes, I remember that, Craig. So he sat here like this. Everyone is going bonkers. And he had no reaction. No, I, because I think he knows that Kenny called that audible. That was an audible. You know, that was. And he had no re- everybody point, else. Is, everybody else is high fiving everybody. Right. You right. Know, and uh, he's not doing anything. So, I mean, and I and 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 actually, like last night at the Pens game, they had that fire Matt Canada chant. You know, I mean, and it's bad because 
They won. I, I, and no, they still well, want to fire him. Well, the thing is, yeah. But he's got a bad taste in everybody's mouth now, and we can't get that taste out. So, <laughs> what? Okay, wait, 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 Bubba. If Matt Canada was a taste, what kind of taste would it be? Would it be what like a what kind of taste uh, in your mouth? Like, like, uh, like gasoline? Like gasoline? You know, gasoline? Ah, yeah. I'm thinking like McDonald's, like McDonald's Big Mac leaves like a terrible taste in your mouth. You gotta like go brush your teeth. Oh, that, no. I if think you, Matt Canada's that's Matt Canada. He's well, like if you had gasoline broth. in your mouth, that would be bad because it would be burning. And then yeah. you try to light a match or something, and your face would be on fire <laughs> due to the fact of Matt Canada's offense right. would just scorch your face. So, I mean, but I, I, you know what, though? And they were booing him at the game, too. They were booing him. It was coming through my TV. And, and the thing about it, everybody out there, when I was at work, because I had to be at work a, a, a Sunday, I could yeah. not get off. I could not do anything. I had to go at work, and they were playing shitty. Like, the Steelers were just playing terrible. You know, just god-awful. And all of a sudden, I got in my car, and I drive out of there, and I come home, and all of a sudden, it's a block punt, and we're, and we're winning the game. Bubba, what's the stat for you working? no time to celebrate. Working? For uh, you working, and the Steelers, like, when you work, do the Steelers win? Or do they no, shit the bed? They What's shit the, the bed. Uh, it's probably now it's seven, seven games, probably seven and forty-six. I've been to a lot of games. I just, I just get wow. sick. I get real sick like the night before. So, you know, oh, black licorice is good. Ooh yeah, oh That'd yeah, be a good black Canada taste in your mouth. Yeah, black licorice would be good. I don't like black castor licorice. oil. Castor oil. Oh, I, oh, I can't remember that. That's what this offense reminds me of. You know, uh, I mean, it's just terrible. It's just god-awful. And, oh, there's Richie Smoke. He's in the house. Rich, come on in. We're just talking about how bad a taste the Steeler fans have. If Matt Canada was a taste in your mouth, what would it be? And I said gasoline. An aftertaste. I said gasoline. Because my sister jumped on and wanted my Walt Disney password. So I I, I was just (laughs) shooting the shit. I asked uh, everyone out there. Yeah, she it didn't would, know. It, it would taste like, and I don't know what it tastes like because I've never tried it, but it would probably taste like actual shit, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's not much. I mean, black licorice is pretty fucking terrible. I don't like black licorice. It's terrible. I think it's absolutely vulgar. I, I think it's one of the nastiest things you can put in your mouth. Um, <laughs> Stewart Nation will still want to say. Yeah. Honestly, at this, point, at this point, there's no saving Matt Canada. We're not, we're, but they're not going to get rid of Canada. We're going to, every, every week, it's going to be the same thing. They're not going to do it. They had their opportunity. Actually, they had their opportunity in the offseason. They're just not going to do it. So, so let me, he's going to be here all season long. It so let me ask you this. So I was just looking at power rankings at quarterbacks. It popped up on my phone after talking about football as often as I do. Right. Kenny Pickett is right now ranked 28th in the NFL. Right. He is only he is only in front of four guys. Bryce Young in, in Carolina, Mac Jones in New England, Zach Wilson for the Jets, Daniel Jones in the Giants. That means he's being grouped with guys of that, that are magnitude. Terrible. Yes. And, and, and again, and, and maybe it is Kenny. We've talked about this on the show before. Maybe it is, but we'll never know until we find out what Kenny right. looks like with an actual capable offensive coordinator. And right the offensive not. line is not, it's not, you're not, we're not seeing the whole offense the way that they can be because that offensive line is worse now than it's been in probably two years, I believe. There's no push. There's nothing, and Mason Cole is a terrible center right now, and they need to solidify that in in the draft next year to get a young, comparable center. 
That is what they're missing. And and it sucks because that's why I said the hardest – I think Pittsburgh might be one of the hardest teams to judge because it's so hard to blame any one thing because you don't know, right? Who knows? Like, you know, for example, with with, with Najee, we know Najee has talent. We can't blame him necessarily because coaching is the problem. Yes. Good good call. If you can't throw the football, defense is going to watch the run. Well, if they're going to watch the run, Najee, listen, the reason why, and, I, I, and I've been seeing this argument a lot, that Warren is better than Najee Harris. Uh, that's, that's, that was one I of disagree. my topics tonight, and let's I, let's talk oh, about that right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I disagree, and I'm going to tell you why I disagree. I think he's better for this current offense as it stands because with how bland things are, you have to have a speed back. Now, what Philadelphia learned the hard way back in 2015, 2016, I'm not sure if you guys remember this or not, the Eagles went ahead and picked up DeMarco Murray from, from Dallas, right? At the time, our offensive line's getting better, but it still had its problems, whatever. DeMarco Murray is a power back. It takes him a few yards to get ahead of steam rolling to become right. a talented player. At the time, Chip Kelly was the coach. We're all about running outside with LaShawn McCoy. Well, Murray's not an in, he's not an outside guy. He's an inside-the-numbers kind of guy. The problem with Canada is he's putting Najee Harris in positions that are not beneficial to Najee Harris. He's right. a big guy. He's a power back. He has a little bit of speed, don't get me wrong. But he's not going to kill you off the edge. I mean, he's, he's a power back. Problem is, there's no offensive line blocking right now because everybody's no. able to guarantee. Everybody knows the run's coming because they know that they can't throw the football. So Najee's getting hit three times before he gets back to the line of scrimmage. I mean, I was yep. watching games <clears throat> where he gets the ball and there's already three opposite jerseys right there in front of him. Warren's a little bit faster. You can use him a little bit different. You can try right. to get him all the way to the edge. He might get lucky and break one or two. Do I think he's better? No. Do I think the way the team is playing right now is better for Warren? Absolutely. Well, Warren right. out of the backfield is catching a lot of balls. Like Warren had uh, nine rushes for forty yards. He had three receptions for thirty-nine yards. Yep. So he's actually uh, comparable, better than Harris is because uh, Harris only had fourteen rushes, a measly thirty-seven yards. And yeah, um, well, like again, when, you're, just... when you're a big guy, it takes a little bit of time to gain steam. You know, you're not going to run. You know, Warren's a fast, shifty dude. That's fine. You like to have yeah. it on your team. But by no means do I think he's better than Najee. I just think that offensive line and that passing game needs to improve. And Canada has to start making some of these runs a little bit less obvious. Like the Philadelphia Eagles, they run oh, the it's RPO. Obvious. We run the RPOA better than any team in the NFL. I mean, the Niners might be better than us. We run the RPO better than any other team. In the NFL. Well, we like and that's our offense. And our offense, everybody, I mean, you could be blinded to see what the Pittsburgh Steelers are running in the first series. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's just the way it is. And I know everybody is like, look, I'm glad we won. Yep. But yeah. how we're winning is just we're winning by like like Ralph Williams said, better to be lucky than good, you know. And uh, we just this coaching stuff, and it's just getting bad. Like last night at the hockey game, they were chanting "Fire Canada" at the Pens game. Yep. I mean, I, I, mean I if I'm still giving my, I mean, if, if if we go back to what we all picked for the wins and losses, I'm still giving I'm still giving Pittsburgh an eight and nine, nine and eight record right now. Honestly, there's times where I'm thinking to myself, maybe fucking seven and ten with how things are going right now. I mean, it's it's bad. It's just really bad. Right? Yeah. I, well, and this defense is not as good as all this money that I've been saying about it. They, you know, you got T.J. Watt with a hundred million, Fitzpatrick with a hundred million, whatever. They just signed Highsmith. Uh, you, you know, Larry Obajobi with nine million. He's hurt all the time now. Like it's just uh, look. I know we're. As me being a diehard Steeler fan, I'm okay, and um, you know. But honestly, it's just uh, as my face is froze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. Yeah, all right. Very flattering. Yeah, yeah. I look like I'm smoking. Try, try turning your camera off and turn it back on. And see if that. See if that fits. Oh, it's okay. 
Oh, hold first, on. First, we don't live stream. Now we got faces getting stuck. Oh, he left all the way. Oh, damn. Yeah. We'll see if I'm back on. Uh, 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 uh. Stop spinning. We got a black screen. Uh, no, we are not back. Now we're black. We're pitch black. It, it, <laughs> looks, like, it, it looks like what, I, what we all want Canada to see. Can you, you hear know? me? I can hear you fine. You oh, okay. Well, that's good. People don't yeah, need to see good. me. Yeah, because I have no clue. Uh, you know, but hey. It is what it is. Uh, my microwave went off. No, I actually I, I had some soup tonight, so I I don't know. But hey, you know what? It rains and pours. You yeah. know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I'll, there I am. I'm still froze up on the bottom, so I don't know why. Yeah, I, I actually like what Steelers Freak said there. If you if you don't mind, putting yeah. a comment up right before yeah, the right there. Microwave. Got it. I love that comment so much. It's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, right. you're talking about being better lucky than good. The problem is with a negative 31 point differential. That means that you might be getting lucky, but the odds are it's eventually going to run out. You're eventually going to lose. Oh right? yeah, yeah, right. And, and we talked about this on the show before, the last show. Uh, you know, I mean, when you're when you're dropping, when you have an opponent drop seven balls and you still barely beat them, and that was those, well. And four of those drop balls were touchdowns. That's twenty. Yeah, points. they would have been up. And... The Ra- the Ravens would have been up, guys, probably twenty-one to three in the first quarter. In the first yeah. quarter, they were out doing us one hundred and forty-six yards to minuscule stuff. Yeah, it was like like, like yeah. Kenny Pickett was eighteen for thirty-two for two hundred and twenty-four yards, but that forty-one-yard touchdown pass with the audible that he, you know. That Mr. Pickens got for uh, for the touchdowns. George got six receptions, 130 yards right. with that one touchdown. So, and the, still to this day, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense have not get over three. It was 335 total yards. The Bro Bible has Kenny Pickett as the 30th yep. quarterback, and he has a 59.7 percent rating, five touchdowns, four interceptions. Yep. That wow. is. That's garbage. I mean, yeah. yes, and uh, but like I said before, it's the offensive line, and now it's the uh, it's <laughs> it's the uh, it's the play calling. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hey, well, you know, it, you got it, black it, ball. I got black. Well, I probably <laughs> did. You never know. Um, but no, it's 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 just a little technical difficulty, uh, probably on my computer end, it, 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 and I don't want to reboot it because then might, something will happen. This might be one of the first times I've ever seen a team winning their division at three and two. Yet they're ranked twenty second in the NFL right now overall. Twenty second. Some people say twenty second. Some have them at like twenty seven. But nobody has them higher than twenty second. I mean, that's right. absolutely incredible. Look at that. And look, yeah. the, the Niners have a plus 72-point differential over 100-point spread. Yeah, so, I mean, they're just so lucky. But also, too, the Pittsburgh Steelers has, you know, uh, you know this guy. Hopefully, I can put it on the screen here. Um, this guy right here. Yeah. yeah, I'm still working here. I'm still working. Now, T.J. Watt, I mean, my God. I mean, he had two sacks. He got pressure on Lamar. Uh, the Steelers' defense had four sacks. Now and uh, now, I wish Freight Train was on. I know he was coming on. I don't. Maybe something happened. But uh, this guy here, his guy with that big INT pick, you know Joey Porter Jr. That 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 pick there. But Lamar should have never threw the fucking ball in the first place. That was bad. Yeah. You know that was just terrible. And then you know uh, Lamar Jackson had 236 yards. He had one pick. He rushed for 45 yards. And uh, we did shut down kind of their running game. Gus Edwards only had 12 rushes for 48. Um, you know, and Zach Flowers had five receptions for 73. And then Mark Andrews was having a good game. He was. 
and those tight ends actually kill us all the time. He had six receptions for 65 yards, and they had two sacks. But Broderick Jones in his first start did not let up a sack. So I believe, as a Steeler fan, the rookie should be starting the rest of the year. I believe. Now, you guys, can you guys, uh, you know, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I I, I absolutely think that, uh, yeah, I, I think both rookies have to stay in. The offensive line in there, that tackle that you guys put in, he looks really good. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Joey Porter Jr., which me and Freight Train have been pushing for this for a while, I thought he should have started the season starting. Oh, I did too. Um, I did too. When you, when, when you take him in the second round, especially even if you don't start in week one, you see how bad your defense looks week one, week two. You right. gotta start making changes, and it took them super long to figure that out. And they wait five weeks. What, to three games? Four games. Four. It took four games for them to figure out, like, oh shit, maybe we should give this guy a shot. And he's been lights out. Now, granted, there was one that he got burnt for on the sideline on the right hand side, heading down. Would have been a TD that was dropped by Aguilar, but still can't count it against him 100. percent The guy dropped the ball. The guy dropped the ball. But for the rest of the game, he only allowed one catch for 12 yards over like 70 snaps. Well, um, I got. So, I, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. Keep. Go ahead. And I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna I, I was just saying. I mean, you have an interception. You only allow 12 yards, one grab after being targeted like 17 times. Pretty good success rate, in my opinion. Now I got a question from Chris Elliott on the Facebook stuff because I'm still behind the scenes, even though if everybody can't see my beautiful face. Um, hey guys, with all the problems going on with the Steelers, why haven't we heard from Omar Khan or Rooney? I I don't think, in my opinion. I don't think you're going to hear anything from the general manager or the owner during no, the season. Not, I, I just don't think so. <clears throat> not during the season. Not not with the Steelers, especially with the Steelers. It's like it's like contract negotiations. Nothing. Steelers do it a certain way, and that's just the way it is. So right now, right now, Khan and Rooney are aware of the atmosphere. They're not yes. deaf. They might not be making the moves that you want them to make, but they are more than aware of what people say about them and what they're saying about. You know what they're saying about Tomlin and what they're saying about Pickett and whatever it is. And at the end of the day, the best GMs and the best owners know when to stay away from it, just because of the fact that all you're going to do is stoke the fire even more. No matter how he answers that question, are you going to yep. ask yourself this? As a Steelers fan, I'm going to ask you a question in return here, comment section. As a Steelers fan, are you going to be happy no matter what he says? If he defends, if he defends what he's already doing, you're pissed, right? Oh, if, he admits, I- if he admits how terrible they are. You're going to be pissed and say, well, why aren't you doing something about it? So no matter how they answer your question, you're right. never going to be happy. You're not going to but, be happy at all. But for me, if he says, hey, guys, we understand where you're coming from and we agree with you and we're going to do this, or, or you know, we already know and we know it's a problem, I'm okay with that. But if they're like, oh, we don't have a problem in Pittsburgh, then they look a blind eye, then I'm going to be pissed. Like, that's just I, ridiculous. I just agree with you either way. They might say that, but they know hey, a, that Omar Khan hey, is a everybody. smart guy. So, yeah, Bubba, well, why, Bubba, why are you all black? Uh, because uh, my yeah, my uh, my screen froze try, and keep uh, the timeout. Great train. Time. Bubba, turn the camera off and turn it back on. And see what happens. Every once in a while, periodically play with it and see what happens. Oh me, that's what I always do. That's every now and then me. I play with it and see what happens. That's, but that's getting old. That's why I have yeah. children. Well, I I I'm still frozen. <laughs> I'm still no, frozen. No, uh, it is why, what it that's is. When you would actually have less children if you would just play with it <laughs> once in a while. Uh, the rest of us use socks once in a while. Hey, they okay? say stick um, what you're good at, right? <laughs> I mean, you'd have to ask my wife to confirm. But that's oh what I was Jesus! Well, now I got now I got some questions for you, Rich, right now. Oh, this is a Steelers podcast. I know. <laughs> but uh, I, I think for me, I think there's a couple teams that can definitely do it, right? Kansas City is always one of those teams that can kind of shut you down in your tracks. Uh, we do play them. We do play San Francisco. 
Both of those teams are obviously the real deal. I think that game, though, December 3rd, Eagles and, and Niners is going to be like the game of the year. I'm hoping that it's a good game. It should be. Uh, hopefully the Eagles blow them out, right? We get lucky. I hate close games. They make you have a fucking stroke. Oh, I bet. Um, I bet. It's an absolute nightmare. But I will say the two games, or even the three games, I should say, that I, I could see being a loss more than any others, or I guess four games. I'll just tip the top three. I would say Miami's a tough challenge if they stay healthy. San Fran's a tough one. Okay, the city's tough. And if I want to name one more, Buffalo is always a challenge as well. Yep. But they're um, playing. So, they're playing in in Philadelphia the Buffalo game, right? And it's going to yeah, be so, Sunday. And that one, I don't worry too much. I mean, Philadelphia and they just had to, for the baseball game tonight. It's one of the best home field advantage crowds that you'll find in sports. Well, I have another. I have insane. another. I have some uh, another stuff here. Jones yeah. will start against the Rams now. Now, Freight Train, you being a Porter Junior fan, you love him. You love that interception, which uh, you know oh. you loved it. It was. It's right here. Here it is again. You oh, love wow. that. Was, Look at that. That was just the icing on the cake of the weekend and the early week that I had. You know, that was the the pre, the president setting to, to my son. <laughs> but I've been saying this about Joey Porter since we've drafted him. I know. You know what I mean, that's nothing. We don't talk about this draft. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I expected that to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he should have been in there day one. If that's – if that's – um. You Patrick know, Peterson Patrick is like seven Levi, steps behind. That's a touchdown. Well, yeah, they're not even around the ball. Nope. You know what I mean? Now it's back. You have the the physicality of that cornerback position back, just like Uncle Like. Uncle Like, God, he couldn't catch a football to save his life. No, he, he could. Played, but he couldn't played the cornerback position physical. You know, he no, wasn't like afraid Taylor. to bump him up. You know what I mean? Well, I just. I'm telling I just, you, this is this is what is going to turn the season back around is by playing these kids. Because yeah. you look what happened. You're already getting dividends right off the rip. Yep. I, I mean, what? I was saying this before you got on here, Frey. He only allowed one catch for 12 yards so far. Now, granted, I did say he was burnt on that one route that got dropped by Aguilar on the right-hand side. But you can't count that against him. Drop the drop. Drops are a drop. So, really, only allowed Even one catch. Even the best catch. get burnt. Yep. Even yep. the best get burnt on plays. Yep. But it's it's well, how you pick it up, and, and you have to be. Uh, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Consistent. Yeah. We're not consistent. We're, we 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 are not consistent on defense, and we're not consistent definitely. I'm on telling offense. you right now, right now, I I, I honestly. Oh, we're consistent, guys, consistently mediocre. I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys right now. I honestly believe that, and you might call me an idiot, and I really don't give a shit. Yeah. But <laughs> I honestly believe Joey Porter Jr. could be just as good as Sauce Gardner, if not better. I really do. Oh, I don't disagree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. He's a stealer, and he just got to learn. He's not going to be a tackler, but for a cover guy and and blanket people, I'm okay with that. Well, and Freight Train, you remember we watched the draft together live, you know, like the the, the four of us were on there live, Mm -hmm. um, and we talked about this. I was like, I hope he goes to Philly. You're like, no, he's coming to Pittsburgh. And we followed the whole first round. We're going back and forth. And uh, mm-hmm. we got to that Pittsburgh pick, and it was like, holy shit, you son of a bitch, you actually got him. <laughs> yeah. but, me, but me and Frank Train yeah. said all night, we thought he was the best corner. We, we thought he was one of the top corners in the draft. Yeah. Thought he was going to yeah. be a phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he went to that gold and whatever team that he's well, on right that's, now. Well, that's, <laughs> that's just because the name Porter and Pittsburgh yep. Steelers goes together like peanut yep. butter and jelly. Yep. yep. <laughs> I mentioned him back in January on Bumpa's show just uh, in the comments, and uh, – I didn't think we were. I didn't think they were going to pick him. You know, I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought that was just a, kind of like a novelty kind of. Hey, let me just throw this in the comments. But yeah, and, honest, and he honestly, he was a steal in the second round. Yeah. I mean, he, he easily was a first round talent. Honestly, well, thirty second round was a first round. Any other year, it would have been a first right, round pick. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. I, I honestly 
believe that they were going to take him if he was still there because what they did the year prior. Kenny yeah. was on the board. They were afraid to miss out. He was from their building. They reached up and they grabbed him. Well, two one round, of the all-time iconic Steelers two round, two is on the board. They're going to take him. They I'm didn't want. They, they did not want. Too early. <laughs> they did not but, want hey, re, right. repeat of. Dan I don't want to. They didn't want that. I don't want to shit on his dad, but would you put his dad in that class? Like, no. in, like there's some Steelers oh. that are like. He's not way, that. way I'm not saying more. He's the best, but he's right, yeah. an iconic Steeler. He's probably one of the top 2000s. Yeah, yeah I'll, there you go. I'll give him a decade. Yeah, I would put him as iconic, but yeah. He's probably yeah. on your all-decade team somewhere. I mean, you probably got... Gave that and I'm shitting on you guys for content, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't, even see, you can't even see me, so my mouth is running. Well, but... no. Whoever Uncle Ike... I know who you're talking about, but I can't stand Ike Taylor. That fucking guy gets on my fucking nerves. I never liked Ike Taylor. He never could catch a pick. He'd have every ball. Always had, yeah, that dude had fucking... Catch, that dude had catch butter hands, bro. Yep. Oh, my God. Whatever, whatever, if some people were to catch him, they stick him back in the day, he wore drop him. That's what it was. He had like yeah, honestly, the thing about Ike is he was a system cornerback. He fit Dick Limbeau's system perfectly as a cornerback. Yeah. Could yeah. tackle. It didn't matter about the interceptions. He could tackle at that position. He played it with physicality. Well, when Troy's getting you seven a year, who gives a shit? Oh, <laughs> I want to throw. I want to throw Rich Smoke one bone here, real quick, and then and then I'll, I'm I'm going to drop it. But I'm looking at the Eagles' schedule, and November there's five weeks where it, they just have murderers row. November twentieth, they play the Chiefs. Okay. Yep. Then they play the the Bills on the twenty sixth of November. Yep. Then the third of the third of December, they play the 49ers. Yep. Then they have like a week off playing the Cowboys. Then they got to play the the Seahawks. That's that's a tough tough slate for the holidays. But you know what I'm happy about though, because you know what it was <laughs> last year. We were always told, "Oh, you played the worst teams in football. You didn't earn your spot. You didn't." Yeah. Which they did, by the way. They were a phenomenal football team. They had Kansas City beat going into the second half. We beat ourselves, and the referees definitely helped out as well. But we still beat ourselves in that game. Uh, we, we had all right to be in that Super Bowl game, by the way. Uh, however, <laughs> however, I will say I'm happy about these five games because you know what it is? It's it's the time where Jalen Hurts is either going to put up or shut up. And I think it's going to be a, right. not only that, but depending on how it goes, I, I'm happy going three and two out of those five games. I'm okay with yeah. that. I mean, you're playing yeah. for the best teams in football. You don't go into that going, oh, you better win all five. It's, it's not realistic, right? I mean, it's no. a very, very tough five-game stretch. A lot of a lot of it, analysts will start bashing us when these games take place. You watch. We'll lose one, and all of a sudden, all the doubt creeps in and whatever. But I expect Philadelphia to be okay. I would like to See, win. And I don't know Philadelphia. about that. It depends how you lose them. Yeah. It depends how you lose yeah. them as if the doubt will come. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say if you stay healthy. Yeah. If I you mean, get through those games. Team, right? I mean, that's everything. Win two of those games and stay healthy. But you can say the same thing about San Fran. I mean, if they lose, if they lose Christian McCaffrey, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. They still have to. Kittle, they're in trouble. You know, I mean, yeah, you say the same thing about Miami. If Tua goes down or Tyreek Hill. Well, any, any team, any team. Yeah. I mean, if right. TJ, but it, if no, TJ goes make... out, we're fucking done anyway. It doesn't yeah. Let's talk about TJ now. Yeah. Well, let's Hi talk Smith about, let's and, talk about TJ. Highsmith and TJ. There was an article that came out uh, and on MSN. And, it's, and James Harrison is quoted as saying, hey, Highsmith and Water are better duo than me and Woodley. Oh, I believe and that. Oh, 100%. I, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, you know, we're not to our player picks for the game or any of that shit, but I'll tell you what. I was so impressed by Highsmith. Uh, 
He's a fantastic ball player. Well, the thing the thing with Lamar Woodley was he wasn't a speed rusher. He was no. kind of power. he was a power rusher. So that's where the difference comes. And in. I think yeah. and I think I think Lamar Woodley only had I think his highest is 10 sacks, I believe. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like he didn't have like a lot a couple years big sacks. I think the one year I think he, you know, had like 10. You know, and I think that was the most he ever had. Um and and James Harrison was a force in himself, but also too the Steelers at that time's defensive line was fucking phenomenal. So we had Casey Hampton and Aaron, you know, Aaron Smith, and and we had you know Kiesel. So that so, also yeah. helps. And Troy, real, we, you real know, fast, Paul real, real fast. By the way, uh, Lamar Woodley in two thousand and eight had eleven and a half sacks. Uh, two thousand nine had thirteen and a half, and then twenty ten oh. he actually had ten. So we had three consecutive seasons with ten sacks or more. So his oh, highest being thirteen me. and a half. Well, okay, I am, I am. I'm in the darkness of Steeler knowledge right now, but <laughs> yeah, also he, too, Highsmith had 14. I, I would go, I would go with Highsmith and Watt. Watt's gonna, I think Watt is gonna. Well, speaking yeah. of Watt, yeah, he fucking dislocated his fucking finger, and he has multiple torn ligaments in his hand, and he's still gonna play. Um, he's gonna take surgery after. Um, and as of right now, in five games, he has eight sacks, fifteen tackles. 15 quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, and one defensive touchdown. So far in just this is five games. Eight sacks are like Baba, players in in like you, other teams. You're forgetting the most important stat. He leads the NFL in hurt feelings. <laughs> well, I didn't know that it was it was a stat, but there's a lot of sad pandas when you have to play against that stud. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I know is you guys okay. better hope that that man never requests a trade to go play for a winning football program. That's all. Well, I'm I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you. If they don't like, hey, and, what do you mean? Yeah. He plays for Mike Tomlin. That's a winning program, right? I swear to God, if you, if, you, if you say my least favorite fucking quote in football, I will fucking throat chop you. Because you're about to say, no, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. He hasn't had a fucking winning one either. But also, too, mediocrity is not going to get you anywhere. No. And and I'm tired of it being a Steeler fan. I'm tired of worrying about it at the end of the season where we got to worry about somebody else getting us into the playoffs. Like last, the last game we lost to the Houston Texans was uh, it was it was a fucking embarrassment, and it was terrible. And I'm glad we won this past week because the Raven Steeler game is brutal anyway. But we were damn lucky. Our luck's gonna run out, and it's gonna. I don't want when it does run out, it's gonna be way worse than it than it was. It's gonna be way worse, and uh, it's just. You know, we got to go out. We're on a bye week, uh, so we're getting everybody healed up. Dante Johnson's supposed to be back next week. So that that's a little good news. So let's we'll see. What's the end zone? <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at the schedule right now. Well, did you see TJ? I'm surprised. That, I wonder if he got a fine for punching that fucking Ravens in the, in the chest. Yeah, I saw that. I, I, I didn't hear anything about it. <laughs> it was like a. It was like a karate chop. It was no, like, I, uh, he just, I mean, I can't, you can't see me because I'm in darkness, but I'm, I'm like, you can hear me punching. Uh, th- yeah. So that, oh, I mean, yeah. he punched. And it was right I, here on the face too. Kind of like. 
So I thought so, I thought it was a fine. So we all talked about Philadelphia's you know that five game stretch that we have. I want I want to ask you guys, and mostly at Bubba and Freight. No offense to you, Shane. I just know these guys are the big big Steelers mof- right. uh, mofos over here. Thanks, Joe. Uh, but so let me Appreciate ask you guys. So, so, so your next five. So your next five. Okay. Is against, is against the Rams, the Jaguars, okay. the Titans, Packers, and Browns. Right. That's your next five games. If, and I'll start with you, Frank, because Bubba likes to go last anyway most of the time. Mm-hmm. If you had to give me what that what your record's going to be over those five games, what do you have? Do you have them going five and zero, oh, four and one, three and two? If you're being realistic, what is the what is the what is the schedule record going to be there through those five games? Well, I mean, if I'm being realistic, I mean, at this point with where the offense is at, and if Canada really does stay in the building like it all appears to be, I think we would have to be happy if we go three and two there. Okay. You have to, because if you look at it, I mean, a lot of those teams, I mean, the Rams, with Levi Wallace on the other side, you know, they got two stud receivers there. Joey can't cover everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good passing quarterbacks that were coming and up. They're playing in L.A. Right. There's they, good- they don't do well in L.A. But right. they're off a week. They have a week off. So that'll help out. Yeah. Well, well, then the next four after that, three of the next four are home against, you know, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Green Bay, and they go back away against the Browns. I think the Browns one's going to be a hard one. I think the Rams game and the Browns game is probably the two toughest games out of that set. But, uh, Bubba, uh, real fast, what, what are your thoughts on those five? I, I, I was going to say three and two, but it could be four and one. It all depends. Two and three. I, I, believe, I believe the Cleveland game will not be – the Cleveland game will not be – by the time they play Cleveland, we might score 20 points. If we score 20 points, we're beating Cleveland. The uh, Cleveland's offense is fucking pathetic. I think it's worse than ours. I'm going to join Shane on this, though, and I'm going to tell you why. I, I think two and three seems to be realistic, and I'm, I'm only saying this for one major reason. I think Tennessee is definitely beatable. I think you can definitely beat Tennessee. I agree. I, right. I think, I think Jordan Love is going to struggle like crazy against a healthy uh, T.J. Watt. and then I agree. So I can see those two being wins. However, I think the Rams is going to be a really tough battle. They played Philly really hard, by the way. By no means did we make that game easy for ourselves. Yeah. And they didn't make it easy. Uh, the score might make it look one way, but it was a pretty damn close game throughout. Um, that's going to be a tough one. I mean, that's tough for top-of-the-line defense. I think every game now is just tough based on yeah. the offense not yeah. being there and, and, and we're and, inept. And, and Jacksonville can score points. Don't forget, they can score if they have to. There's a little bit of running there. They can pass the ball as well. No, that's at home. That Jacksonville game's at home. Yeah, at home. home game. That that's the only advantage that we have because every time we one go PM Jacksonville game. So every time we play Jacksonville, we lose. I mean, it, it just sucks. Yeah. If I, I don't play them well at home either. If I had a, if well, I had a, no. if I had to pick it just for shits and giggles, I got you losing to the Rams, losing to the Jags. I got you, I got you dropping two in a row. So you'll be three and four. But then I have you picking up two wins in a row, beating the Titans and Packers. And then I actually have you losing this one to the Browns. I think you're going to beat the. I think you're going to beat the Browns at home. I mean, I mean, you already played that game. Never mind. You beat them by four last time. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Browns pulled this one out. That last game was close. I think their defense is really good. Uh, their offense isn't great, but their defense is good enough to keep them so, in the game. So, so I'll say five and five after that. Yeah, you guys are like somewhere. Okay, yeah. so you got five and five, two and, and two I and would. I would say. You guys are three and two right now, right? So yeah, I'm I, I haven't picked the same way Rich does. I mean, lose they're gonna they're gonna lose to the Browns, the Rams, and the Jaguars. They're gonna beat the Titans and the Packers. Yeah. And if they if they Six if they four. lose to the Packers, I think they'll beat the Browns. I mean, I I yeah. think they're gonna go. They're gonna you steal go that two Browns three. Game. You could definitely yeah, yeah. You could definitely go three and two if you steal that if you steal that Browns game. You definitely could yeah. go three and two. So mm-hmm. it's just a toss up. It just depends on what's yeah. going on when that time comes. 
But it, it's well, such a tight. It's so hard I to judge it, Pittsburgh. I think it, it just depends, like how they come out of this bye week. I think yeah. this bye week is probably going to be the most important week yep. of this football team's yeah. season. Yeah, because there's going to have to be there's going to be some there got to be some heart to heart conversations during this bye week. Yeah, I mean I this mean, is a team that still has no identity. It's got a quarterback that doesn't know what the hell he's doing most of the time. He's timid and a, scared. It's got, a, it's got a coordinator that is so incompetent. And then they do something good on the field, and he does, has no emotional attachment to the play. Like, what the hell is up with that? I'd and have been high fiving people. I'd right. have been hugging people. I'd have been like, "Woo!" It, it looks like it looks like Steelers freaking green. By the way, he I has mean, a list as two and three. I mean, Bob and, Bob and Freight Train. I have a question for you. Before the Ravens win, were, were, did you think this season is just a complete wash, or how, what are your feelings after they they eke that out? Are you do you still feel the same way? Like I still feel that the, this season is just I feel the same. I don't lost. really feel. Yeah, it's just I'm not vested in it. I'm just like watching them go through the motions. You know, it's just the simple fact of like how we're winning these these games. Like we're winning these games by not even supposed to be winning the games. We haven't even won a game to where it's like, wow, they actually put it all together and, yeah. and won that game. The Raiders game, you, you <clears throat> might be able to say that. You know what I mean? They tried to give it away at the end. They really did. But, you know, this game, I didn't see anything different to just to stand pat with what we're, what we're going with. You know what I mean? Like, I still think Canada should have lost his job. And then he I should never. He should have never been – they should have never rehired him. Yeah. They should have never been – Fire. And then I see the Byron Leftwich news. I don't know if you guys talked about that yet. No, we have not, so go not ahead. Yet. And I could and it's just like shame on you. And if, if nobody has read it on that's listening to the show, do you want me to break it, Baba? Yes, go ahead, yeah. sir. So so Byron Leftwich called the Steelers for a job, an offensive job before the season even started. He just wanted like a, like an assistant job. Right. And and Mike Tomlin and the organization told him no. And now Byron Leftwich has reached back out to the Steelers this past week about an offensive position, and there's still no word on. And, and if they don't bring him on, then shame on them. Because well, what do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. You have a have, guy that played with one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, who had ultimately probably the best critique of an offensive play calling standpoint. Right. Tom Brady only made Byron Leftwich better. And you're not going to even bring him on to your staff. Shame on you. That That's not you're good. Not taking this, you're not taking this seriously. You're just washing it. In. You're basically telling the fans you're packing it in without telling them you're packing it in. Yep. Well, it's what uh, but that, that means Tomlin. That means Tomlin just not. wants to be mediocre and still have a winning season and still keep that consecutive streak, which doesn't mean anything to me. Like I, I don't care. Like I, I, I give me mm-hmm. a couple losing seasons and we're in the playoffs, winning fucking playoff yeah. games. The, I'm okay with that. Sounds like the Pirates' uh, recipe for fiscal success. Right. <laughs> I think we, we want to make a dollar. We don't want to win games. Craig, I think the, we do have a slight uh, advantage. Uh, over, but we haven't played Cincinnati yet, so we have to. We're, you know, we're undefeated in our division right now, and we haven't played Cincy yet. And since he's coming on strong from what we said in our on our pre on our pick show, you know, so I, I would just say, I for me personally, I think we're very lucky. But Kenny doesn't have all the offense that we have. We should be scoring points with all the personnel that we have in our weaponry. 
I don't see an advantage. I don't. I see a game that you guys eked out. I, I mean, scoring 17 points, usually you got to score way more than that to beat the Ravens. The Ravens shot themselves in the foot every chance they could. Oh, I agree. I mean, I that agree. might be – that might be score, score more than 17 points yeah, to beat an average that, NFL that, team. That, that's a that, team. That, that to me – a week out. That to me was the worst wide receiver performance in NFL that I've watched in a very, very long time. Seven, seven drops. I mean, seven, seven drops. drops. And... There's a reason why Nelson Aguilar got kicked out of Philadelphia. He got booed out of Philadelphia. Like – the one thing I like about our ownership is they actually listen. Like, you bitch long enough, they fired Andy Reid. We were chanting fire Reid back in the well, day. Well, we don't do that. They fired him two weeks later. You know, we we, we we were bitching about fucking Doug Peterson. For one year, we bitched about him. The very next year, Lurie, Lurie came out in the press conference. He goes, these fans, we have to keep them happy. We know how we know how aggressive they are. We got to let you go. And well, you guys did boo Santa Claus. So, we I mean. We everybody. Because, because, because. <laughs> What have you done for me lately? It's all right. You haven't, Santa, you haven't given me shit in eight months. Fuck you. Okay, but I'll see you. but yep. they're not listening. <laughs> they, the, the, the ownership of the Pittsburgh Steelers are not going to listen to the fans because, like I said before, Freight Train, you come on. Uh, you know, they were booing. They were fire Matt Canada chance at the Pens game last night over yeah. over on on their network feed or whatever. You, I heard it on DVE coming home. From work Sunday, I could hear him fire Matt Canada over the radio. They're not going to do it this year. They should never fucking hire him in the first place. And and Tomlin is not. He doesn't have the fuck. He, he, look, whatever. He's going in the Hall of Fame, whatever. But it's they haven't won nothing. I think then they won't. They're going to ask him to. They'll keep him and and they won't get rid of him. They're going to keep him till whenever until he wants to leave. They're not going to ever fire him. He's never getting fired. And I'd be, and I'd be. This is the scenario I'd be fine with. If you want to keep Tomlin involved in the organization, that's totally coaches. awesome. Why don't we do like a Bruce Arians situation? Well, well, Mike Tomlin moves from the field up into the front office, and you bring in somebody younger with better philosophy uh, for new age football. And I don't him. want him in the front office. <laughs> Yeah, but you know the thing about Tomlin is you got to think he does get the best out of most of his players. He really does because he's he was player. the best one that got Antonio Brown to play better than anybody. It's the same with, with San Francisco. They got John Lynch up there. Who wouldn't want to go play for John Lynch? That's how these players are. They're like, I love Mike Tomlin. Every single NFL player loves right. Mike Tomlin. Use it at to your advantage, not your disadvantage, by leaving him out here with these. Yeah, but I think I think awesome. Ben and James Harrison would love a couple more fucking rings too. I'm so I I I, I don't buy that. I, I get so irritated with that. Me too. Because you know when I was in the you army, see me waving. You you had battalion commanders that were were likable, and then you had ones that got the best out of people. But weren't their buddies? You can't you can't have it both ways. You can't get the best out of someone and and you know. Well, eh. I agree with you, Shane, because when I did that, when I talked well, I'm not about taking Ch- a shit on your freight no. train, it's just I no, get no, so no, irritated no, yeah, yeah. about Jay, uh, about Mike Tomlin. It mm. just and, and it's not. And, and here's the thing, guys. I am I, I like the Steelers. I grew up watching the Steelers, but I'm not like a huge huge NFL fan. You know, like mm. I watch a game maybe two a week. You know, college football, I'll watch 15 freaking games. But I would be divorced if I watched all day Saturday and Friday night and all day Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But, uh, but also, too, I – well, since I did a lot of stuff about Chuck Knoll this past weekend, I watched videos. <laughs> Thank you. I watched videos, and Chuck was about – Chuck would fire – if you didn't want to play for Chuck, you were, you were gone. Okay, if you if Chuck Knoll had to motivate you to play football, you were set down the fucking road. 
you know, and 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 Chuck was not a rah rah guy, and he wasn't, and we don't need that. Uh, but also too, Tomlin actually got the best the out of Antonio. The times have changed. I know the you're times right. Have changed, and, and but Tomlin, the first eight years, the first I'd say first six years, I was on board. I thought he was a fantastic coach. Okay. Oh, wow. No, seriously. I thought he was a decent coach at the time. And then gradually when he started not winning any, not even because you got to make an adjustment and he has made no adjustment as his teams have gradually just underperformed. Do we all know you the know? definition of insanity? Do we all know what the definition of insanity right. is? That, we that's what happened. Over and over again, yeah. expecting a different result, right? And that has literally been the Steelers' motto for, what, four or five years now? I mean, that's literally what it's been. And uh, it's just not healthy. I mean, especially we don't have the talent there, right? Like, it's one thing if you're going to be average coaching, but you better have superior I think we have. Talent. I think we have, guys, I think we have the skilled position players' talent. I think we yeah. have that. Yeah. We just we – Absolutely. Just, the offensive line – is not good and the play call is oh yeah yeah you're right. saving me off that's, that's a blatant. but that's the most important thing you either you that's have, very you, have have, you have to have one of two things if you're going to well, have a below average o-line you need a quarterback who has a really fast fucking release point and makes really good decisions or you need a phenomenal o-line to give your quarterback time to be able to scan the field if he's not that right with it. the problem is you have neither of those setups no right? like, no the o-line's not good it, and you got a quarterback who doubts himself right and won't pull the trigger and you also have an offensive coordinator who won't really allow him to stretch the field that often unless it's George Pippins on the sideline right. somewhere. He does not let him throw the ball over the middle very often. It's very no. rare that you see that. And nope. if it does go across the middle, it's usually Freer Muth or somebody within five yards right of the line of scrimmage. Everything is so close, there's not many big plays. And But if you watch the broadcast, they even said it. You know, at some point, you've got to start giving some plays where you can get some yak. I mean, if you're not getting mm-hmm. yak, you're screwed. Like the average wide receiver, a, a quarter to 35% of their yards every season is yards after catch. Right now – Wherever that ball gets called at is where they're getting hit at. That's it. Like, yeah. you know, they're catching the ball on the sideline, they're pushed right out. They're catching the ball middle of the field, there's three guys yep. right there. Yep. I mean, there's nothing. There's there's no big plays. I mean, Mm-mm. you think about Hines Ward. You think about San Antonio Holmes. You think about even when Martavius Bryant first came on the scene and looked pretty good. You think about Juju Smith-Schuster. You think about Antoine Randall. You think about all these wide receivers that Pittsburgh's had over the years. And what do they all have in common? They made big plays and big moments. They were able to stretch the field, and none of these guys have it. I think George does, but I think the offensive coordinator has to allow you know, has to allow that play to be able to develop. And well, and I think there. well, and if there. if you look at any of the passing routes, if you really dive into it, they're all around each other. Yeah, all of them. They're like every, every, all the players are like within five yards of each other. Well, and that's what bothers me. And somebody was telling me the other day, a Steelers fan that I work with was telling me that, oh, well, we run a lot of bunch sets, though. We do try to mix stuff up. Yeah, no. but you're running three guys on the same side. You're running three. Yeah, you're running a bunch set. You got three guys to the left. The problem is, like the Eagles, for example, we'll run those, right? So Goddard will come in and do a little bit of a hitch. You'll have one guy cutting towards the sideline, but you got one guy taking a deep post or he's taking a deep mm-hmm. route. The problem with you is all three of your players are taking short routes. You got one guy coming in, one guy's going maybe ten yards and curling, and you got one guy who cuts across the field, and that and like he just goes within three to four yards of the line of scrimmage. But that doesn't do anything. Like sure, you're bunching them up, but that's where, that's why you can't get open. And right, tight, right. And then where that and then where that guy's coming across the center of the field, you have a tight end on the right hand side right there, so that's all congested. And now your running backs are being scouted out the whole time. Like you can't move the football. It's too pretty. Yeah, and you look at okay, a bunch sets are good if you're going against the other team's weakness. Yeah. If you're yeah. not attacking their weakness, then what good is it doing? You know what yeah. I mean? Like a bunch set is designed, at least in my head, is okay, I'm guaranteed to have this one guy matched up against a linebacker 
the free safety or strong safety is supposed to come down and cover this guy. Now I can have the other guy kind of go into that free space. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not saying I'm no offensive coordinator. No. You could be that, better Matt Canada. But to me, that, that's I, what I, I probably, probably, probably could too, yeah. designed for. And well, we're not seeing that. Well, and that was the problem with Houston, right? So you lose 30 to nine for a lot of different reasons. We can get, there's a million of those, but the major reason, in my opinion, watching it from the offensive side of the ball, and, and I'm watching this is if you look into this, if you look into what the Texans' weakness was coming into that game, they have a hard time defensively against the deep ball. They they struggle against like their their, their secondary is not very good. They struggle. The further away from the line of scrimmage you get, the more and more Houston secondary struggles. So what does Canada do? He plays into their strong suit. I'm going to pass the ball within five to seven yards instead of, like, for example, I've watched yeah. you see get burnt time and time again on these 20, 25-yard routes on tape, mm-hmm. but I don't want to do that. We're going to stick to what we do already. Right. But if that's not working for you, then what are you doing? And when you go into halftime and you're getting dominated by Houston, and they had a good game, they've had a couple of good games this year, don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing Houston 100%, but they are still Houston. They're still a building team. They're not there. They don't even have the talent that Pittsburgh has, in my opinion. Uh, but they beat us, and we should never lost to them. Yeah, that's, because, that's but, embarrassing. But, but, but my point is, though, if you're Matt Canada and Tomlin, how do you walk into the locker room at halftime in that game and go, let's just keep doing the same shit when we go back out there. They're going to break eventually. No, they've already no. figured you out. You no. have to do something. Once well, what happened is he called – He called the. he was a defensive coach for the 49ers. They, call, they called the 49ers and like, hey – Boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? How'd you guys do? You know what I mean? They all talk. You know, that's how they, you know, they could do that. But but Tomlin got out coached by a coach who only coached four fucking games. And that's what happens because he has a lot more of those games than Cowher has. If you look in play after play after play against our offense, defense runs the same scheme. Cover two. If you run a cover two yep. against Pittsburgh Steelers, you'll shut them down all game long. It's just well, simple. Let me get to these comments real quick before we all get out of here. Where am I at here? I wanted to uh, steal a freak uh, 28 years. You know what? God bless you for your service, sir. Thank you for your service. 28 years. Oh, wow. Uh, Larry, we're going to win. Uh, I'm going to say we're going to win. Yeah, make make some adjustments. Okay, I got some of this. Okay, Steeler freak. My Facebook stuff, uh, I, uh, nobody's commented, so... Okay, new officers. Okay. Uh, so, right. And this one. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. But he's not a real good cook, though, Steeler Freak. He's not, I, 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 I don't, don't want to eat. I don't think it's the wide receivers, though. I think it's unfair to put that on them guys. I mean, a lot of these guys are young. Austin's pretty young. George Pickens is young. You know, Furman's is out, unfortunately, but he's young. I mean, you got Washington, who's young. I mean, most of your receiving court is young guys. You can't blame them by any means. What you have to address is, okay, well, what am I doing to hinder their their, their, their ability, right? So if I'm not putting them in positions. You watched George Pickens last week. He obviously can play ball, but we know he oh, can play yeah. ball. But you got to put the ball in that man's hands, and you got to throw it at the man for him to be able to do something with yes. it. Well, if that's yes. the case, and you realize that, find ways of getting. What does every team do with their best receiver? They find a way to get them open. They yep. will put, they'll put their second best receiver on the same side. They'll try to draw attention over there. They'll run a couple plays over and over again with the same set. This way, you keep watching that inside guy. They'll send the top guy over the top, or they'll have him come in and have the other guy go out, whatever. But they well, find some way. Yeah, they try to they try to find a way to distract you, thinking one way. And next thing you know, George Pickens is across the middle of the field, wide open, mm. touchdown Steelers. Instead, 
We're going to keep running the same route. We're going to put him next to somebody, and we're going to have both of them get double covered the whole way down the field and do nothing with them. Mm-hmm. And then Kenny Pickett holds the ball too long with a bad O-line. He gets hit. Shocker. Go figure. I'm not offensive coordinator either, by the way, freight train, but I know obvious fucking football when I see it. Last time <laughs> yeah. I checked, O-line's blocked for the quarterbacks so wide receivers can get open. Well, if your quarterback can't be blocked mm-hmm. for it, he's not making the throws down the field, your receivers can't do anything with it, so your quarterback is sacked. It's pretty mm-hmm. fucking basic math. It's not yeah. calculus. It's I think we need to we need to apply under the name Smoke Train. We'll just run <laughs> Smoke Train. Yeah. Is is he hurt? Is 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 Pickett still hurt, Kenny? He's got a knee brace on. He's going to play. I mean, he's going to have a week to rest. He'll be ready for the Rams game. Uh, but I mean, they're going to they're going to play with him. He's going to play because he's going to he shows that moxie. He's not. He doesn't want it to go out. And that shows something, too, about him still trying to play even though he wasn't 100%. Yeah, but Bubba, listen here. I, I have good moxie, too, and I'm a tough guy, but that don't mean I'm a quarterback. Well, let me ask you, though. <laughs> let me ask you, I'm glad you said that, Bubba, so let me ask you a question. Okay. Let's, say, let's just say hypothetically here he plays an absolute fucking terrible game against the Rams in Jacksonville. Do they at some point sit him at, at some point? Like, do they realize, okay, let's, let's say they lose both. Let's say they I, do. I bet you do, that. They, I, I'm going to go say. three and four. Does Trubisky get a – does he get seen on the field for at least a couple quarters to see how he does? No. I don't think they'll put no. him in because they don't want to ruin him any more than he is. They want him to rebound if it goes to the shit show. They won't pull him out. Now, if he gets hurt, now that's a different story. Well, Rich, um, but I also got to remember Steelers don't like to admit when they're wrong. Yeah. Okay. No. Ride it until so, the I saw that with Tommy off. Maddox. <laughs> yeah. Don't ride it until the wheels fall off. And if it wasn't for Maddox getting hurt, Ben would have never played that year. Mm-hmm. Well, same thing right. for Brady and Bledsoe, right? I mean, it's yeah. story that, the story that goes on forever. I mean, same thing. Right. With, you know, Brett Favre had the same breakout. Kurt Warner, same thing. You know, Kurt Warner never plays if Trenton Green doesn't go down with the Rams. I mean, should happen, you know. I mean, it's just been the it's, 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 yeah, it's, lowest paid. We do have the lowest paid uh, offensive and defensive coaches, well, and coordinators you, you in the NFL. Better. You fucking better with the we do. We I paid. mean, we haven't had any refund. You know, I mean, we it's haven't had anybody. Paid. You should give him the Pennsylvania seven twenty five. Well, I wanted. I'm the one. I was. I feel bad. I was always mad with Bruce Arians because he was getting Ben fucking killed. And I wanted to fucking get him out, and then now I would take him back uh, and, <laughs> and, and, and 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 kiss him on the cheek. But I mean, and even Todd Haley with his craziness, you, you know. Back. You can blame it all on me. Sorry, I love that. Fight. We Sorry. do. We blame it all on him. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they, <laughs> and and Green was actually beating us in that game, and then he went out with injury for the rest of the season. So, I mean, I don't think some of the players that the Steelers have are playing to their potential under the Pittsburgh Steelers. But also, too, when oh, no. players leave the Steelers, they never fucking do good anyway. I, I, I've seen uh, that my whole Javon life. Javon Hargrave, just saying. Hey, do you think uh, Matt Why? Canada's neighbors are giving a rash of shit like people in the PTA, PTA are like, hey, he's buddy, not even, you... he's not He's not even going to the PTA meeting. He's probably sitting in his house he's and hiding. going to the facility and house. Home he and house. security doors everywhere. You, you don't right? think he yeah. goes to the Giant Eagle or get and goes? No. No. He no, sends he has, his wife he out or he's Uber. He's Uber. He's Uber. Do you think his, his wife has like a fake ID just so people no. don't know that who, Matt, who, who Matt, she's married to? Matt Canada yeah. has a fake ID paid for by the Pittsburgh Steelers so he can actually go out in public. She's like an alias. Maybe she has a false well, nose and some glasses. <laughs> I, I've never seen it. And it's, like I said, social media is so crazy. But also, too, the Steeler game, they were fire, uh, fire Matt Canada. It was on the radio where you you couldn't hear you know the announcers because you heard Fire Matt Canada at the hockey game last night. You heard Fire Matt Canada. Yeah. 
I mean, it is just you, you, you're the whole city wants him gone. Um, and uh, it's like Monty Python. He's a witch. He's a witch. Burn him. I keep hearing that in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Burn yeah, him with fire. They are playing good. They are playing I agree. good. And so did San Antonio Holmes. They are. Way, yeah. Holmes so, hey, before we get out of here, I know it's a couple of, I, I'm going to do the Triple B player of the game. So we can have a couple players. Uh, one would be Joey Porter Jr. Kenny Pick with the touchdown. Pickens with the big yardage. TJ Watt. Um, you know, I, I, that's about all I can think of. Maybe, uh, Jalen Warren now with this controversy of him getting more playing time with Najee, but, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with you guys, Shane, who would you player of the, uh, of the game? I'll would tell you what, Annie, everybody's going to pick Watt. Everybody's going to pick Watt, but I think Highsmith really played fantastic and okay. he's given Watt that if they had someone on the other, other end that wasn't pulling their weight it would be very easy to kind of just shift all your focus to to tj but you got to start at the other side too so you don't know they're both coming in about the same time it's 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 a recipe for disaster i'd hate to be uh trying to scheme trying to figure out who's gonna i mean how would you like to block those monsters it's hard it's fantastic fantastic very hard i'm so glad they're steelers they they're the reason i'm tuning in to see what kind of freak show TJ, you know, bat. He, there was a game, what, where he ha- almost had, like, two interceptions? I mean, when does that ever happen? Mm-hmm. But also, too, Shane and guys, if we don't go to the playoffs, TJ Watt ain't going to be a fucking around, and Highsmith ain't going to be around. They, if they don't get to the playoffs and win a playoff game in his career, they have not won a playoff game in Watt's career, I mean, and I mean, that's was, ridiculous. I mean, and you got to remember too. And JJ Watt made a comment about it. Apparently, I didn't hear it, but apparently he said something along the lines of, "I overstayed my welcome in Houston." Right? He stayed for all that time. He stayed loyal. He wanted to be on that team, build it all the way up, and go to the fucking playoffs and win the big game. And, and I'm he sure waited they and waited. He waited and waited and waited and waited and never came. He went to Arizona, thinking that was going to be the best bet. Didn't pan out there either. But at least he tried to do something different. So what I'm thinking to myself as a football fan is somebody you know they talk, you know they hang out all the time. Oh, yeah, they're brothers. They're very very close. You know JJ and TJ are talking once in a while. Like hey man, how many years do you give this before you realize what I realized when it was too late? Right, you're at, you're at, you're in your twilight years and you only got so much time left. Do you want to go for that championship or do you just stay there forever out of blind loyalty? And I, I think agree. one day TJ Watt is going to take that fucking magical fairy ride. I bet you. I bet you two years. Else. Two years from yeah. now. I'll say two years tops. I'll say two, two years, years now. If we don't get to the playoffs and win I mean, a playoff game, TJ Watt. If you're Watt Pittsburgh, if you're Pittsburgh, you trade him before he goes, so you get something in return. You can get a yeah. hell of a lot of return out of him. Oh yeah. Uh, just make sure you trade him before he acknowledges that he's disgruntled, because then his value sh- plummets. Mm. I'm wow. sure if they don't get to the playoffs this year, but, he's going to be disgruntled. But you got to do it before he comes out publicly, right? We've seen this before with quarterbacks and other players. The moment they come out and say, I'm not playing for you anymore, the the, the value just drops. But well, would, would you yeah. give them up for an offensive line? I mean, I don't think you're going to get offensive line, but you're going to get draft picks is probably what you're going to get. You might, right. you, might, yeah, that's you, might, right. you might you might, get a second string left guard or a left tackle somewhere, sure, but it's mostly going to be for draft capital that you're then going to turn into an offensive line through the draft. Because I'd say two years. The offensive, line, the offensive line is one of the hardest positions to draft. It's one of the hardest places to find success. Every team's looking for offensive linemen, right? There's a reason why there's only so many elite players out there. So every team is. But as far as my players of the game for last week, and I'll wrap my shit up here, 
I also have to go with George Pickens. I think time and time again, he's shown you that he's the most elite player on that offense, in my opinion. I don't think there's anybody better than George Pickens on that I offense. I agree. I agree. Um, and I think he proves that time. I wish we saw more of it. But, um, and for defense, I'm going to go Watt and, and Joey Porter Jr. I mean, but also too, also, too, uh, Rich, George Pickens gets disgruntled after another year or two. He's going to be fucking gone, too. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a little bit weirder. It's a little bit longer for rookies. They have a little bit longer of a shelf life. He might be willing to go through one contract. Well, this is second second year, and yep. if, if it doesn't produce, you know, maybe he wants to, he won't sign with the Steelers with his I, contract. I, I think it, I, I think it comes down to. I, I think what's going to happen is I think what's going to happen here eventually, and this happens with every bad coach out there. We've seen this with multiple franchises. Eventually, the floodgates are going to open, and players are going to get tired of Matt Canada enough to where they're going to start getting a little bit more honest in those interviews. And when that happens. It's going to be basically one of those ultimatums, right? Either it's him or it's us. I mean, look, I'm not going to play here forever. Right, if I right. <laughs> if, yeah. look, I want to be an all-pro. I want to make it to the Pro Bowl. I want to go to a Super Bowl. I want to do all those things. But I feel like there's one reason why I can't do that. They will leave for that reason. So at the end of the day, they might give it a little bit more time. Maybe they give – maybe Tomlin's you know, pouring some Kool-Aid in there and they're, they're drinking a little bit of it, a little bit. Right. But eventually that Kool-Aid's going to run out, right? There's too many guys drinking that Kool-Aid. It's going to run out. And when it runs out, that's when the players are going to go, you know what? I agree. I agree with what the Steeler freak says. He's going to talk to his brother and his family. And if it goes down that path, that is the path that he probably will go. It's already going down that path. Well, I hate to break it to you. uh, I mean, uh, you know, we have the greatest sack leader who has no playoff wins in his career. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Steeler freak. Steeler freak. You know, Steeler freak. Yeah. Yep. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be a typical Steeler receiver going off, not getting the balls, and he'll be out at Pittsburgh also. So, Freight Train, who would your player be, which I'm going to guess, but I I figured I want you to say it. <laughs> and if you were to guess him, that would be a pretty good guess, but it's not going to be Joey Porter Jr., and oh. I'll tell you why. Yes, and I'll tell you why. In the in, – my player of the game is Miles Killebrew with the blocked punt. You okay. want to talk about twenty-eight? The, if you want to talk about changing the narrative of that football game, we had it's nothing true. going right for us whatsoever. That punt block changed the pendulum back into our favor and gave us enough confidence moving forward to say, you know what, we can actually beat this team because they're having an off day. Miles comes in. I thought it probably should have been a touchdown. I could have sworn his knee hit the, hit the end zone before it was out of bounds. But you'll take the safety. You got momentum, got the ball <clears throat> Too back. close to overturn it. That's all it came down to. It was just too right. close to overturn it. Right. I but, mean, if they would have called it a touchdown on the field, it probably would have stayed a touchdown. Yeah. But since it was called out of bounds, it was it was so fucking close that you, it's so hard to review that and right. overturn that. But in that point of the game, that changed the pendulum back into under our favor. And that's what I think helped propel them to – to somehow put points up to win, to win the football game. Yeah, and and we didn't even get into the 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 time management. I mean that yeah. freaking abortion. But that's, that's a whole episode. That's another hour worth of bitches. That's a whole episode by itself. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll stay away from. I'm gonna go. Say I already talked that to death. So <laughs> I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna go for a guy who made his first start in the NFL against the hated Ravens. I'm going to go, and my player, my triple B player of the game, is going to be uh, Broderick Jones. Yeah, no, no sacks. First, you know, what I mean, he 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 uh, he played very very good. So, um, and hopefully, he starts the rest of the season. 
Okay. I don't think you. I mean, you have to at this. You know what I mean? It's just. It's just like Joey Porter. You're, you're not going to take it to playing time away. You can't because you're getting results with him being in there that you're not getting when he's not on the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you want to keep the narrative of we're trying to win football games, then you got to put your best players out on the field. You can't hold them back. They're right. You, you have well. To hopefully Porter. Hopefully Porter starts. You know what I mean? And and I don't know. Like they got we got a week off. And hopefully, like I said, Dante's coming back. TJ gets his hand wrapped up and goes to, you know, get some acupuncture or something, and he's not getting uh, surgery. And then we 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 play the Rams next week, and that's yeah. a four o'clock game. That's and a, the last that's a, and the last thing I just want to say is go birds, you know, just go fucking birds. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, I, I, you can't see me as I'm laughing. And go Phil's. Total darkness. Go Phil's. One more win. We're in the NLCS. Total, total so. darkness. Total darkness. Oh, in case in case Larry sees this show at some point, Bryce Harper is the fucking man. Okay, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, I, I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, I don't know what happened. Technological uh, craziness as uh, I did the black screen, but I have no idea. And, I, and on the other side, I'm still frozen up. But uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Well, no, wait. Before I go, since you guys jumped on, Shane, you got anything you want to plug, brother, before we get out of here? No, just uh, like and subscribe. We haven't been uh, mentioning that very much lately. And, uh, you know, uh, we'd like to see the YouTube numbers move up by you know it's, it's, the algorithms and i think we have, uh, and, we're about uh over we're over a thousand like 1016 right right i just want people to like and subscribe you know you yep. might tune in but it doesn't really help us yeah. unless you like and subscribe and share yeah, yeah. And, and and watch you know watch yeah. us in the in the bathroom on the commute i don't care how you know just just uh, listen to us on Spotify. Give us the Halloween version. Well, speaking of Halloween version, Steeler Freak, uh, the, the Triple B Experience uh, Mania Megacast guys, we're going to pick our top Halloween movies here at the end of the month. So a little pulp culture uh, on the Fridays. Um, we like to do that, and hopefully people can see me because this is a this is a horror flick right now with the black screen. But uh, yeah, keep well. Watch five times to help. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I just <laughs> yeah. So yeah. so Rich, yeah. do you have anything you want to promote, brother? Well, first of all, I'm always promoting myself, trying to sell some shit, and I'm good at what I do. Listen, you ever want to? You ever looking for an insurance quote? Whatever it is, home, auto, motorcycle, renters, you name it. 610-590-4205. Give me, you know what? Give me all that information, and I'll write yeah. a logo, and then we'll that, put it on. That I'll is my direct. That is my direct line. There's no transfers, no one eight hundred pain in the asses on call centers. It is straight up my direct line. Uh, but no, I mean, aside from that, though, like like Bubba, like like Shane was just saying too. You know, like, share, subscribe. There's something for everybody, right? I mean, whether you tune in on Wednesday nights because you like the you, know, you like NFL picks, or later on Wednesday nights you like the Steelers. Uh, you know, Thursday nights we got college football coming to you. And then, you know, again, we have an awesome Mania cast. We have great, you know, we have Freight Train coming on these shows. We have Chris and Donnie and Danny and Kal-El and all them guys. You know, if you can't find something on here, well, then I don't know what the hell you're into. But again, you know, we got pop culture. We got all kinds of shit. And I'm sure we'll come up with some other idea at some point, too, because we're all addicted to coming up with bullshit to talk about. So, um, you know, when you got three guys who love to look at themselves all day, apparently, this is what you get, right? And uh, no, but we're grateful for you. Here we are, low-key. Um, but yeah, that's all I got, man. Just like, share, subscribe, tune in, tell your friends, and let us know if you ever have any recommendations. We're always down to hear what you got to say. So, all right, right. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Freight train, you got anything to promote, brother? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Steelers realm is going to take the rest of the week off. It's a bye week, so we all get a break. Oh, so, yeah. but we'll be we'll be back Monday. 
you can catch us on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Steelers Realm, or you can catch us on PSF, which is with PSF. I'm sorry, uh, which is a mobile sports app. Um, we cover the Pittsburgh Steelers in there with two other teams uh, come in. You know, there's a, there's a group, a Steelers group, you can come in discussion wise. You know, you name it, it happens in there. PSF. Um, you just got to download the app. It's for Android or or iPhone. They need um, to fix that a little bit because I keep freezing right. up. Yeah, it they does got, have a little I mean, bit of bugs on the Android. Yeah. When it works, it's it's pretty slick. It's a, it's a slick idea. It's fun. It's just a matter of keeping it running long enough to to stay on there. Yeah. But it's it's right. it's really it's really a nifty thing. So, well, the thing a, a couple weeks ago, I was actually on that with Greg Nicotero of the Walking Dead director, and uh, right. that was I thought that was f- fucking awesome. And he mm-hmm. actually, me and him were talking about the Walking Dead while watching a, the Steeler game. So, and that's Frank's cousin. So, and Frank Nicotero does his show. So, oh. I gotta get out of here, guys. Oh, okay, Thank brother. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Enjoy Thank the rest you. Of the show. Thank you. I'm getting, no, I'm getting <laughs> off here in about five seconds yeah. anyway. But uh, I, I just want to say, guys. hey, thanks. Thank See you, you to Rich Smoke. Uh, Shane, thank you. Uh, you know, Freight Train, thank you. And uh, we had a little technical difficulty on my end. Uh, but Shane, you are absolutely right about trying to get the, uh, the shares out and, and getting subscriptions and getting people to do this. Um, as everybody knows, this is not, uh, uh, an easy thing to do is doing these podcasts. And, uh, I do try and I appreciate, uh, I appreciate all the support that everybody has given me, uh, throughout my whole podcast career. And, uh, from last week, uh, the support that I got was astronomical, um, and I'm not going to go into a big time spiel about that, but I, I want to uh, thank everybody that tuned in and hopefully people tune in to the triple B experience, to the channel, to these Steeler shows, to the podcast shows, to, uh, the mania shows, to everything, my interviews. I'm looking to get some more people to do some interviews and I'll work on that. And, and right now I got a little bit major thing coming up next week, but I still will have this show next Wednesday. I will be, uh, Next Wednesday. So there we go. I got a couple more comments. He'll do he'll do well in the Army. But, uh, hey, for you guys, I appreciate you guys uh, coming on tonight and uh, giving me a hand. And it's always it's always cool to, uh, you know, chit-chat. It's better sometimes with uh, a couple than it is with one. Uh, but sometimes you have to be Lone Wolf McQuaid, and, and I got to get it done. But I appreciate all you Steeler fans. I appreciate all you guys. You guys have a great weekend, and I will see you. No, not a weekend. I'll see everybody Friday for the Triple B Experience Friday. Friday night edition. So everybody, thank you guys. Have a great night and a better tomorrow. Go Steelers! But we won't play till next week, and I'll be back. And next tomorrow, week. Night, tomorrow, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, uh, college picks. Yep, fastest twenty minutes of college picks in the world. So everybody, <laughs> thank you guys. Good night. <laughs>